I believe that love is all around us. Love is everything and everywhere. I am love. You are love. We are all love. In our divinity, in our soul, in the truest and simplest form of our being, we are pure, unconditional love. Love is the answer to everything. Every week in this podcast, we're talking to incredible and beautiful people who will be sharing their insights and perspectives to help you find more peace, to help you come from a place of love more often, to help encourage you to be kinder to yourself and others, to help you create more happiness in your life, to help you feel more oneness with others, and to help you connect to your higher self. My name is Justin Court. Together, we will help shift the collective consciousness of the planet to be more loving, kind, peaceful, happy, empathetic, understanding, and accepting. This can only be achieved together. It starts with each and every one of us. We are one, and it's time we start acting that way. I am so, so grateful that you're here. I love you, I support you, and I'm here for you. Let's together create more love in this world. Let's do this. Barbara Heller is today's guest. She's super creative and really does it all. Barbara is an actor, writer, singer, educator, producer, voiceover artist, impressionist, and podcast host of C1 Beautiful Soul. And she's one of the most kind, genuine, and beautiful souls I have ever met. Once we connected, we were drawn to each other because she also believes fully in our oneness, and she's also on a mission to spread love and create a better world. She has incredible energy. It's hard not to smile when talking with her. Please welcome Barbara Heller. All right. Well, Barbara Heller, thank you so much uh, for joining me today on the podcast. It's a pleasure to be here. I love you. And anything you'd ask me to do, I mean, mostly anything, I'd be like, sure. <laughs> so I just want to give a, a quick uh, a backstory. Me and Barbara really only met now a couple months ago. And we were really just talking about this, that we feel like we're just like instant, really great friends. We've just connected on, on such an awesome level. Um, Barbara was super kind and reached out to me to be a guest on her podcast, See One Beautiful Soul, which I definitely want to talk a little bit about that as well. And uh, we just hit it off. You know, we just connected, which is really great when you're able to meet somebody who is so very like-minded and kind of has the same, you know, ideas on, on how we want to change the world for the better. Uh, and it's just been really amazing uh, to have you as a friend over the past few months. Yeah, you too. I was just saying, like, I think I saw spread love movement on Instagram and I went, oh my gosh, that's how I see the world. And that's the kind of movies that I make. And I thought you made all the movies. I didn't realize they were repos, a lot of them. <laughs> so I was like, I got to meet this guy. Like we, we should have a show together. And then I invited you to be a podcast guest. And just that initial conversation we had just to meet before you came on the show, it was just like, we were both tearing up and it, it was like how I felt when I met all of my cl closest best friends, where it's like, I have a lot of, I feel like everyone's my friend, 
but those, those soul brothers and sisters who you're like, we see the world so similarly. And it's so fun when that happens. Cause sometimes people think I'm, you know, crazy or like, why don't you just do this drug barb and calm down a little bit and don't be so into, don't be so passionate. And it's like, we're passionate about so many of the same things. So it just, it, it's fortifying. It is. It feels, it feels very fulfilling and it just feels so good to meet other people who are just trying to spread more love and put more goodness out into the world and, and, you know, have the understanding that we are all one and that we're all equal and that we're the same. And, you know, it just really excites me to meet more people like that because there really are so many of us out there in the world, but you know, there's way more that kind of don't see uh, things in that light and in that way. So when really, when you're able just to connect and meet more people who are like that, it's just so invigorating. You know, it lets us know that we're not alone uh, in this mission and, and what we're trying to do. And it is just so, so exciting. It's great. Yeah. And just to repeat what we were talking about before, which I think is a really valid point. You know, I think that we all are that at our essence, our soul is just pure well-being, pure light, pure love, wanting to connect, wanting to reach out. And it's great when you can meet someone who gets that and practices that over and over again, every day, we all have our moments, you know, of not doing that and not practicing that way. And that's to the extent that we suffer, but we are all just 15 month old babies, like trying to crawl around and figure out how to not be in pain and get comforted and get comfort and comfort others. And I, I really blame, like we've talked about before, I really blame the whole capitalistic uh, commercial, even though I've done commercials for voiceover and they've paid some of my bills. Like there is something wrong with the whole, like, just cheat a little bit and get ahead. It's like, you know, Darwinism of like, just kick them to the curb, like get yours. It's, it's so counterproductive to the spread love movement, if you will. Right. And I think it's important to have the understanding that like nothing is mine. Nothing is yours in reality. In this physical world, maybe, but in actual reality, it's not. And if we all embrace the idea that what's mine is yours because we're one, we're the same, uh, that simple, simple concept, if really, really fully embraced, would, would change everything so, so drastically. It's wild. And I just, I, I have so much love for you because you're one of the people who is pushing that message out. And it's really just so important. We need that more and more because the more of us who, who kind of raise our voices and, and, you know, preach this message and speak on things like this, the more it will come into our reality, the more it will become the norm. And that's really what is absolutely needed in order to, to shift the consciousness and, and to bring about this sort of life that, you know, that I know that me and you really, really want for, for everybody. And what you kind of mentioned before too, it's like, you know, and the other people who aren't, you know, about this life and who don't see things this way. I, we still have so much love for those people because I was very, very, very much like that for a very long period of time. And, you know, through different books and, and things that I've listened to and read, I realized that we are all that in, their, in our divinity. Like you mentioned, we just forget and we just have to remember. And then even now, you know, even in, you know, kind of, you know, again, where with what we're trying to do, I forget sometimes too. Of course, I have moments where I'm not, you know, at my highest self and where I want to be like, of course, oh my gosh, they happen all the time. But it's, you know, just being aware of those and, and trying to actively just kind of get better and improve and connect more to our higher self. So it, really the people that, you know, aren't quite there yet, 
that's really what we're here for. We're here to try to help you understand that a little bit more and not by telling you this is the way it has to be done this way, but really more by just leading by example in hopes that those people will see that it'll resonate with them. They'll say, Hey, like there's something going on there and, and we, we can at least plant that seed. And then from there, you know, it's really up to them about where it can go. Right? Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I think that when we have those moments, we're just reflecting what's around us, you know? Um, I mean, I know we both practice meditation and I do a walking meditation every morning, which is really great. I leave my phone at home and I just, I just talk to God and, um, I used to do guided walking meditations and I realized it was getting old hat for me. And so it's, it's so good to challenge yourself and do new things every day that connect you to spirit or divinity or, you know, even more to yourself and that light that's within you. <clears throat> and I think um, when, when a news headline flashes across my Instagram or Facebook, which by the way, I only have those accounts to try to insert greatness into the world, but you know, you, you pay to play in a sense where you are in that world to inspire. And so of course you're going to be affected by your listeners or your readers, or even our, you know, my podcast, like whatever I might hear um, from people who are watching or listening, it's like, I can try not to watch the news as much as possible, but then you hear about a shooting and you're just like, it, it's devastating. Yeah, you know, yeah. if you really take it in, even one shooting is too much. And the fact that we see them so often, and then you have like people coming up with the solution, like stop this kind of hate or, you know, make sure you tell your congressperson and it's like the politics get involved and you, we just start to lose our, our soulfulness and it becomes all about ego. And this person is so right. And we have to listen to this one politician or don't listen to this guy and don't, don't watch this news program. And it's just, there's so much ego and it, it all comes down to fear. And I also have many moments per day where my fear comes up and um, I, I have suffered in the past from anxiety. And so you know, part of why I, I started a podcast like this is because I need it. <laughs> I need see one beautiful soul. I had a lot to forgive. And even when I was like learning Judaism with my head down in the books in Israel and, and also in India and Thailand and like really like going on ashrams and like trying to find my, all that, all that work, there were so many moments I thought I was like all zenned out. And I still had so much fear just in PTSD, just stacked up. So none of that ever really you know, I don't know if we'll ever overcome all of it in our lifetime, but we know when we're feeling disconnected from that and connected to just source or love or divinity. And we know when we're not. And I think, like you said, we just forget. And so it's so crucial that you listen to stuff like this podcast, go to, you know, spread love movement, the Instagram account. I know you didn't pay me to say this, but I'm just such a fan of what you do. And so many other people are because deep down, we all want to feel that hope in society. And just, I'll close with this on, on this statement. My rabbi, I, I called Rabbi David Aaron, who's just so wise. And I always call him when I'm having a difficult time. And right before the, the election turned and we had this new president, I was just scared on all fronts, scared to get rid of the guy that everyone seems to hate, scared to take in a new president, like all of it, all of it was scared of what the reactions would be. I, I was just scared of all of it. And I was having so much fear and I, and I called him up and he's in Jerusalem. And I said, how are you just sitting there in the middle of COVID and you're in another lockdown in Israel and so much pain is happening all around us. And he was like, 
today's a good day. And I said, there was just a shooting. And then there was the Capitol thing. He goes, so how does it feel to be worried about things you can't control? Yes. And I took a deep breath and I said, this is why I call you. Cause I needed a reminder from someone I trusted who I respect. And then, you know, I think that says it all. I'll stop talking now. I mean, that, that really does. We, we all feel disconnected. All, all of us do, you know what I mean? At times we, we absolutely do. And it's just kind of having the awareness of realizing that you are disconnected and then actively, you know, working and, and trying to get back to that connection and that understanding, um, which is just, it's, it's really important. And, and I think that is just such, such a crucial message, message to put out there for everybody to understand that, you know, even though we, Barb, we, we are trying, you know, to do this in life and we really are trying just to make the world a better, happier, happier, more love filled place. And we we're also struggling, of course, you know, we also go through our, our times of being down and again, of being disconnected. And um, I think it's just, you know, it's important for people to know that and, and to really understand that too. And it's just, again, about having that awareness and trying to come back to it as often as we can. Yeah, it's funny. I was once on Clubhouse um, <clears throat> and I heard this guy in a, one of the mindful rooms. This was so funny. I actually used it in one of my pieces. And he said, you know, the reason I started a mindful club here, and this is how he talked to, he's like, you know, the reason I started this mindful club is because um, I don't have any problems anymore. And I used to, which makes me a great healer, but I just took all what I learned and now I share it because I have graduated from my problems and you will too. Just cash out me and here's my ebook. I mean, not exactly in that way, but it was so hilarious because if anyone who's listening finds a guru, you know, that says, I have graduated from my problems. I don't have anything to worry about anymore. And you can buy my book. I mean, run as fast as <laughs> that's not who I want to learn from. I want to learn from people who get into the thick of it. And then the way that which they pull themselves out is a beautiful way. Yes. That's yeah. That's yeah. who I try to attract. And just everyone who's listening, just understand it. If you know, if you're down or, or you're low or negative, we've all been there. We all have me and Barbara, everyone listening. We all have so much love for you. Um, and just, you know, constantly just work at it. Th this journey is work, but it, it's really fun, amazing, uh, powerful, fulfilling work. And uh, we've just, we've all been there. We're all the same. We all go through the same struggles. And I just want you to know that we, we do have a lot of love for you. And there are so many people in your life that have a lot of love for you as well. So Barbara, I'd love to just chat more about See One Beautiful Soul. So, you know, it's your podcast. Um, and then just for, you know, just kind of curious to you, what does that mean to see one beautiful soul? Wow, that's no one's ever asked me that question, which is so weird. Cause like I've been on shows or whatever. Um, when I was little, uh, I say this in the first episode, by the way. <clears throat> so I'm sorry if you're hearing it again, but I went up to a little girl who was about my age. I was like two or three. And, uh, I said, hi, my name is Barbara Hella and I'm almost two. I was almost two for like five years. I just didn't know what age I was and <laughs> what's the number. And she said, stick your finger in my mouth. And I did. And she bit it. And I was so hurt. And I remember going up to my mom and just bawling my eyes out. And I'm like, I wanted to make a new friend. I lived in Long Island. So this is how I talked when I was two. And my mom said, don't worry. She didn't mean it. And from my mother and my grandmother, who was the queen of forgiveness, 
I was just sitting around one day and the same rabbi who I spoke about before by David Aaron, he, he was my first real role model for how I wanted to be spiritually. And it wasn't even just because he was Jewish. It's just how he lives in the world. He's just, he has so much integrity and he's so kind and he's so wise and he's, he's a human. He's not perfect and he doesn't claim to be, but he came to me um, during the pandemic and he said, you know, your sister has this really successful podcast and you're so similar. And he said, and you're such a great speaker and teacher. You should have a podcast too. And I was like, I don't know, that's her thing. So if anyone's listening and you have a sibling or a best friend who does something really well that you're kind of interested in, don't ever compare and despair, let it go and just do something your own way. And, um, and he said, I think you should have a podcast about relationships. And so I was sitting and I do a lot of thinking while I walk. And when I'm in the shower, I was in the shower one day and it was coming to be my birthday. I have a summer birthday and I started to sing. I was like, what would my theme song be? Like somehow the theme song gave me my idea. And so I was just sitting there and I was like, see one. I'm like, see oneness, see godliness, see God is one. Like in Judaism, Shema Yisrael, like God is one is we always say that all day long, all night long. It's just our thing. Um, it's really everyone's thing if you think about it. And so I just said, see one. And then I was like, see one beautiful soul. And like the song came out. And of course, as a musical theater nerd, like and songwriter, like the song informed the podcast. And I, I said to him, I think based on this, the mustard seed that was planted in me at two years old by my mom and my grandmother, that forgiveness saves all forgiveness will save the planet. I'm like, I think my podcast needs to be about forgiveness because, you know, he was like, you should do it about your dating. Cause I wrote a musical about my dating adventures and I had dated a hundred people at one point, like in a five-year period. And I wrote a show about it because it was hilarious. Some of the things I went on and he's like, you really should do it about dating. Cause you always send me the guys <laughs> that you're done with to try to help them spiritually. And he's like, no one ever does that. Usually people go on a date and they just like let the person leave and they never see them again. I was like, no, but they're a soul and they're my friends and I have all their numbers saved. And we're, I, I, I invite them to shows and seminars. He's like, no one does that. Like, why do you care about a guy who was rude to you on a date or never called or you never called that? I'm like, because I might know their soulmate and I met them and I know them and I get to know people. So he said, you should definitely do a, you know, a podcast about that. But then I was like, I don't want it just to be about dating. Cause then people who aren't single won't listen. And I don't even know if singles care enough to, sh to if they cared right about how they were coming across in the dates enough to listen to my podcast about how to improve as a single person, no one would be single. People are just mean. And that's why they're all single anyway. So I thought forgiveness, that's what my grandma Betty taught me. And so that's what every show is about. That's so awesome. I love that you went with what connected to you, right? You went with what excited your soul and your being. And it's great that, you know, he gave you advice and, and he gave you some input of what he thought it should have been. But I just love that you went with what you thought and what, what felt right and best for you. And it's really nice that these are things that, you know, forgiveness goes back to your spirituality, goes back to you being a kid, you know, something that's been with you your entire life. And it's just really great that that resonated more with you. And then you, you decided to take that path. It's great. Because I love that. See one beautiful soul. We all are one, right? Literally, we're one. We're connected to God. However you, you know, God, the universe, source, whatever you think or, you know, whatever your views might be, we are literally all one. We're all connected. We are all just one part of, of the entire, of the whole, of God, of the universe, of source. 
And that's really important to, to grasp and then to understand because that right there, that will, that's like a paradigm shift. Once you, you know, realize and have the awareness that we are truly one, that will just change everything. Because when you look at another person, you don't say, well, okay, they're there and I'm here or I'm here and they're there. You know, the physical world kind of creates that separation. And it's easy for us to think that in the physical world, because it, it, that's what we're viewing. But in reality, we are all one. So when you can understand that and, and view things that way, and you look at that other person, you can, instead of being like, ah, you're there and I'm here and you're different and I'm me and you're you, you realize that we're in this together and we're, and we're truly one. And that really will just create so much love in that other person because they're you. You know what I mean? And when you can have that all the time and you can feel that love for that other person, it's amazing for the other person because they get to feel that, but it is truly as amazing for you because you are in that vibration. You are in that energy of love and you get to to live in that. And the energy of love is the most powerful energy in the universe. It is us at our divine, at our, at our soul, at our source. And to be able to be in that energy, in that vibration, you're just living on such another more peaceful just in flow um, sort of a state, which is just really, really beautiful. Hmm. And um, so I love that. I love C1 Beautiful Soul. If you haven't listened to uh, Barbara's podcast, please check it out. Barbara really is, she is a beautiful soul and she's getting that message out to the world. So definitely check that out. Uh, Barbara, something I would love to just ask you really quickly too. You know that I am a massive fan of, of gratitude. It is just crucial, I think, uh, in creating a happier uh, life. I know it's done that for me. Um, so I would just love to know one thing right now that you are grateful for. Oh, I'm so grateful to be having this conversation. Um, I'm so grateful to have conversations uh, several times a week on Clubhouse with total strangers about uh, sex trafficking awareness. And if, if we can all believe a little bit more in that, which we don't see, I call it God, but you know, whatever you want to call it, fate, the universe, the Schwartz, Jesus, Buddha, whatever. I just, yeah, I'm so grateful for having conversations that matter. Yes. Barbara, that is such a phenomenal point because really as you are putting this, this vibration and this frequency out into the world of more love and more kindness, you attract that to you. Right. So it's true because that's who we are at our being. Uh, and me and you are, are, you know, are trying to do that and trying to push this out to the world. That's how we're pulling these things into us. That's how we're pulling this conversation right now. That's how it was attracted to us. That's how these incredible conversations that we have with a bunch of people on Clubhouse were brought into our lives. And it is because we're putting that out. So everybody listening right now, whatever you want in life, do that thing. Put more of that out. If you want more love, love more. If you want more kindness, be kind to people. If you want more money, give money to someone who needs it, a family in need, the homeless person that you see in the corner. Give, because that's how the universe works. When you give those things, those are the things that are, are brought back to you, which when, and this is a concept that I, I really uh, just really started to understand in the past uh, couple of years. So still very, very new to me. But when you can grasp that, it's, uh, it's really impactful and it's something that is, that's really special. And it's cool because it's, it's kind of like an answer. I mean, it is an answer to get the things that you want and, and the things that you want to attract to you. Just push those things out and I promise you they'll come back to you. 
Yeah. If I could just, uh, tag on to what you just said, uh, for many years, I was praying so hard for certain things and going in the direction, taking action, for instance, getting married and all these people around me started getting married, friends, family members. And I would say, I don't understand why are they getting married and I'm not. And so I didn't even notice it, but what was happening is I created this vibration of jealousy and I would complain to friends constantly complaint complaints are basically like literally putting an elevator shaft above your head and you're below the elevator and it's going above you and other people are jumping on, but you're like, Nope. And Rabbi Nachman of Breslev, sorry, I quote a lot of rabbis um, and Kavala and Rumi and Buddhist. You've only heard Jubu stuff usually come out of me, um, but uh, it's universal wisdom. And, you know, he, Rabbi Nachman says, if you wake up in the morning and you say, Ugh, this is it, this is all I have, just this bed with no one lying next to me and all I have in my fridge is this food and all I have is this car and this apartment, whatever it is, then God or the universe will say, oh, you think that's bad? Let me just throw that in your face. Let me just give you this physical. And I'm not saying it to God forbid scare you. And, but it, karma is real. It, what you're talking about is very real. And we, we do it. You know, I hear people say all the time, I'm a good person. I give charity. I'm on the board of this thing. And, and, and I, and their face as they're saying, I'm a good person is like, Oh, you, you're scaring me, right? You're all you are is fear. And number, number two is like, how do you get to say that you're a good person? Like, what is a good person? And how do you know that your version of a good person is actually not your job as a soul? Like if you really start getting into this, we could always be better. There is not one person that knows good better than anyone else. I'm so sorry. And anyone who says, oh, I know, I know better of good than you do because of X, Y, and Z. That is so scary. I don't want to be that person, right? Yeah. Um, so Rabbi Nachman says on the, on the alternative side, if you wake up in the morning and I don't care how small your bed is and how long you've been lonely, you say, this is it. Wow. What a day. Mm -hmm. Like I get to hang. Sorry, I'm getting moved to tears, but like I get to hang out with Justin on this podcast and I've got iced tea in this glass and I've got food in my belly from this morning. I got chocolate covered almonds from Trader Joe's and I have this like five-year-old dress that I'm wearing with hearts on it because I want to spread love and you know, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm so lucky to be alive. Like there are people dying in hospitals right now and I'm, I am here and I don't have a cough and my lungs, I can breathe. Like God says, you think that's it? Let me give you some more. Let me reward you even more because you're so vibrating in this. This is like in Hebrew, we say, Dainu, this is enough. Like, oh my God, thank you. So, and then we have to be careful to not say, no, I don't need any more. Like keep that, keep that elevator shaft wide open because you're only going to rise. The more that you say, this is it, man. Oh my, I have arrived. Like if you're 
too busy. If you catch yourself, like Justin, you so beautifully shared on my podcast, please listen to his episode where he was stuck in this rut of, I got to get there. I got to get there. And so many people in finance and any lots of businesses, I got to get there. Once I retire, I'll be happy. Once I get married, once I have kids, once it's like, you could just play that game all day long. If you're not enjoying the process. And I remember your walk across the Brooklyn bridge and like seeing the cityscape. It's like, that was such a poignant story because he learned how to, sorry, I'm talking about you like you're not here, but you learned how to embrace the present moment and the process of walking across a bridge. Mm-hmm. Really. And I just want to touch on, on a few of those amazing, amazing points that you just threw out there. Perspective is everything. Perspective is so key, right? So when you wake up in the morning, are you saying, I have nothing going on. This went wrong. This was bad. My bed's too small, whatever it could be. Or are you waking up and say, I'm grateful I have a bed to sleep in. Like you were mentioning before, I'm grateful that I have iced tea in my cup. I'm grateful that I was able to get chocolate covered almonds. There's gratitude everywhere around you, but it's up to us. It's up to you to focus on those things, right? Which is really powerful and so inspiring to me and so empowering that we are able to choose what we want to focus on. And I understand in moments it's more difficult than others, but just understand that we we always have that option and we always have that choice. And that's why perspective is everything. Are you going to focus on all the really good, beautiful, amazing things in your life that you can be grateful for? Or are you going to strictly focus on the negative, not so good things that are happening? And Barbara, like you just mentioned too, when you wake up every morning, you practice gratitude and you focus on the things that you can be grateful for, you're going to draw more of that to you, right? Because you're putting out, like you just said, that vibration into the universe and law of attraction. You're just going to pull more and more of those things into your life. And something else that you had mentioned too. So this is a concept that I got from uh, Gabby Bernstein, who is an incredible, incredible light in this world. She's so good. I have, I have so much love for her. And in the beginning of this year, I did her 21 day manifesting challenge. And during it, uh, one of the lessons on one of the days was, so when you're manifesting, right? And like Barbara, like you were talking before, um, you know, about finding a relationship. And then when you would, you know, see your friends or see people in relationships, you were starting to feel envious or, or jealousy in that. And like you mentioned, you are then putting that frequency and that energy out into the universe, right? And so something really, really powerful that really changed the way I look at this is that when you are trying to manifest, right, and you have these goals and these things, when you see someone out in the world achieving those goals or doing those things, instead of feeling jealousy or anger or any negative emotions towards that person or or towards that situation, be grateful that the universe is letting that appear into your reality. When that was happening during the challenge, we had to do that, right? So part of the challenge was that we had to see when these things were showing up in our reality. And instead of looking at them negatively, we'd look at them you know, in a positive way and be grateful that they were showing up. So in life, uh, you, know, as, um, you know, as this podcast grows and you know, as I do speaking engagements and things like that, I want to, I want to earn a, lo- a lot of money. And the reason why I want to do that is one, I want to be able to provide for Kayla and our family. I want to be in a comfortable state. And I feel like if I'm in that state, I will be able to flow that much more. I'll be able to help that many more people. And one of the biggest reasons is in getting money, I want to help people with that money, right? I want to help people with my my voice and my thoughts and, and having these sorts of conversations. But money can help in a different way. 
and I want to be able to help people. I want to be able to donate to certain charities and organizations and, and make a difference in people's lives in that way as well. And so during the challenge, I was watching a celebrity episode of Family Feud. Uh, no, I'm sorry, a celebrity uh, episode of Wheel of Fortune. And it was Leslie Jones who was on it. And she she's amazing. And and she won, you know, she won a ton of money. And all the celebrities, they were uh, competing for the charity of their choice. So she had won, I don't know, 50, 60, 70 grand uh, for this charity, maybe more. And in that moment, because that's what I want to do. You know, I want to be able to help people. I saw how happy it made her to, to make that money and to be able to donate and help somebody else. And that's what I want to do. So I'm grateful for Gabby giving me the awareness. So when I saw her that day, I wasn't envious. and like, oh my gosh, I want that feeling. And like, why do you get to have it? And I don't get to have it. And, you know, instead of feeling any sort of bad towards her, instead, I was like, okay, cool, right? This is something that is showing up in my reality. This is amazing. I'm seeing somebody do this, which is in my mind now from Gabby lets me know that, again, reality is showing this to me, right? Uh, this is starting to manifest more because it is showing up more and more in my awareness. Also that night of the, uh, on the uh, episode, uh, one category was motivational speaker. Or that was, I think that was maybe, that was the answer was a motivational speaker. And then another one was a podcast host. And I was just like, wow, right? And again, instead of having negative emotions towards these things, I was like, okay, cool. These are now showing up and, and, and appearing to me. And that little shift in thought and that little shift in consciousness, oh my gosh, how that can really change so much. It turns this negative, low vibrational situation into a, this is beautiful, thank you universe, a high vibrational, I'm you know, in that state, I'm in a state of receiving. I'm in a state of abundance. The other way, when I'm feeling negative and I have resentment or, or jealousy towards that person, we're capped. We're cut off. There's no abundance. We can't go anywhere else. So that's something that I'm, I'm so grateful I was able to get that message from her and then just be able to, to share that with people as well. And then so, Barbara, you really have just such a, we, I've said this already, such a beautiful soul. You're just, just a kind, loving, good, honest, genuine, vulnerable person. And I really do just have so much love for you. I love our conversations. I love being in your presence. It's, it's always truly amazing. And so what I want to ask you is, you know, what are some of the practices or some of the things that you do daily or weekly in order to put yourself uh, in that state of mind? Oh, that's a great question. And man, that's been my question for so long. So I would say start asking people you admire or enjoy being around. You don't even have to go as far to say, oh, I admire this person, but I resonate with them or I like them. I like their style. Um, I like how they share of themselves. You know, I just, I started noticing there were patterns with certain people like waking up early and uh, walking in the morning. I would hear that a lot from people I admired. If I read books by certain people, it's like, wow, everyone that I read seems to wake up early in the morning and walk. Okay, you know. Um, and then also like noticing things that people did that I didn't necessarily want to resonate. I was like, oh, okay. They never exercise. Probably don't want to do that. You know, like, um, I stay hydrated. I, I don't drink water all day long. I drink iced tea with lemon in it and a little honey. Um, I try to eat pretty healthy. And I also, I eat sugar. Um, there are some, I once had a coach who was like, until you stop eating sugar, I'm not even going to coach with you. And so I was like, okay. And so 
I just stopped coaching with her. I don't eat uh, Sour Patch Kids all day long, but I will. I have this series on IGTV called Healthy But Yummy. So like I'm the kind of person that I'll have a, a, a smoothie from Daily Harvest delivered to my door, but I add a scoop of Ovaltine in it, right? Which some people will be like, oh my God, you put Ovaltine? Like, so I like let myself have a little bit of sugar, but I know that when I'm going too much and so I you know, it, it's, it's a hard balance and I'm not putting down anyone who has a zero sugar diet. It's amazing, but I don't eat any artificial sweeteners. Um, I don't drink not because, uh, thank God I've never had an, an alcohol addiction, but I've seen people in my life with that kind of stuff. And so I guess it scared me enough. Like I'll have a glass of wine once in a blue moon, but I'm just not interested. I've never smoked pot. I don't, I don't dig like the ayahuasca thing. I th- I think all of it could become a whole fad that people get addicted. So I'm very present to that. Um, I think life is so amazing just as it is. And it's such a roller coaster and such a trip that if you actually withstand from doing these things that, you know, people say, Oh, I just, I, you know, I do a little bit of weed in the morning or night. Let's say you just refrained and you let yourself just be on the trip of life. You would see that you actually don't need any drugs to feel super highs and super lows. If you just let yourself be present. Um, and I know it's hard and, and I have a lot of friends who do, you know, and have, have had addictions or have had, you know, like experimental lives with that stuff. And I'm not judging you. I'm just, I'm really into like kind of promoting that kind of a lifestyle, no drugs. Um, I don't sleep around. Uh, I think that, uh, having sex with multiple partners and, and being super casual about it could be really fun. But I think that, Um, it carries weight and it can, I've seen so many people like they have fun with somebody and then they go through this major down and depression because in Judaism, we consider that one of the forms of being married. And I don't know about you. I don't want to get married to anybody until I'm certain that I'm in love with them and they are going to father my children. So, uh, I just don't, I, you know, you can still have fun without going all the way, so to speak. So it's something I try to promote. Um, and I also go really slow in my relationships. I don't know if that's helpful. I read a lot of self-help books and people that I admire. I watch a ton of Ted talks and I listen to Esther Hicks and Dr. Joe Dispenza. I'm a huge fan of his. I got to spend a week with him several months ago. It was amazing. Um, I'm part of his coherence healing, which is phenomenal. I feel like it should be required for every person every day to send out love to people. I think that should be a thing. And I don't understand why it's not required in schools. It's not even a religious thing, even though it's so religious. Um, And I do every day, I pray every single day in the morning, at night, throughout the day, I talk to God, like God's my best friend. Uh, I walk every morning, I walk every evening. Uh, Sometimes there's exceptions. I stretch every day. Um, and I really try to watch my mouth. Like I try not to say bad words. Um, I'm not saying I never say them, but like, you know, if I'm going to talk to the divine with this, like I, I just try to be kind about it. And I don't always fit in Hollywood because, um, I have worked in Hollywood for 20 years, but I don't know. I don't like to gossip about people. Um, I don't say bad words. So there's a ton of stuff I can't audition for. And I also like won't show my body like that. So, uh, people always say, I, we can't figure you out. Like, are you a comedian or not? And it's like, I just, my podcast is not about comedy, although we do get funny sometimes, but I don't know. I just try to be as truthful and genuine as possible because 
sideswiping that you just don't get anywhere, you know? And, uh, yeah, I, I think that's basically what makes up me. So that, <laughs> that's that, helpful. that was, that was awesome. Cause you touched on so many different things and really to put yourself in that state of mind and in, in that loving place and, and in that place of, of happiness and kindness and joy, you have to be true to yourself. Right. So that's really, really important to be who you are. And Barbara, you do that all the time, truly yourself, which is really great to see. You know, honestly, it's, it's really nice to see because you don't, you don't see that everywhere. And, you know, in terms of the food that people are eating, everything has, everything is vibrating. Everything has energy. So the food that you're eating, that's going into your body, obviously that is forming the cells in your body. That's going to affect how you feel every single day. I also, I forgot to say three really important things. Um, I keep kosher. Uh, my house is kosher. I eat vegetarian out. Jews will understand that. Other people will be like, what are you talking about? Um, but I really, I've been keeping kosher. Like I, I only have eaten kosher meat knowingly because you never know what someone serves you, honestly, uh, since 2001. And it really has changed the way that I view food. Um, you know, just animal cruelty in general. I, I hardly eat meat, but when I do, it's always kosher. I don't eat shellfish or pig. Um, and I study Jewish texts. I also study lots of religious texts. I find it so enriching for the soul and so beautiful to see all the similarities. Um, and that's another thing that's not taboo in my rooms on Clubhouse or in See One Beautiful Soul. I love talking about God and how we see things similarly and differently and without judgment and self-righteousness. Like, well, you should join my club because it's so much better than you. No, I just, I like to talk about that. Um, and, you know, the third thing is I keep Shabbat. So in my own way, I used to keep it strictly, but I do think it is so imperative to have 25 hours away from your devices. You know, as much as during COVID, I've been a little more lax because it's so hard to live alone and not pick up something. But I have been keeping Shabbat in some way since like 1999. Um, and it has genuinely changed my entire life. I was such a you know, perfectionist and go, go, go for so long. And I've, I've still been recovered. It's not like I dropped it. I'm just in a lot of recovery from it. And I, man, if, can you imagine if everyone on the planet took one 24 hour period off of electricity? Hmm. I mean, think about the carbon footprint. I, I mean, it gives me chills to think about that. If we all just kept Shabbat together, I don't care what religion you are. I don't care which kind of church, mosque, Hindu, Buddhist shrine you go to uh, you know, sweat lodge, if you're native Aboriginal, but if we could all just take one day and be with our own communities and families and love on each other, mm. I'm, can you imagine Amazing. Really, like families having dinner and lunch to not just dinner, but dinner and a lunch in a 25 hour period, every, I remember the first time I kept Shabbat and it was fully like no devices, no lights turning on, just like just the community. And I couldn't stop crying. And I went to my rabbi, this rabbi David Aaron, and I said, why am I crying? Am I bipolar? Like I, my dad's a therapist. So I always go to like psychological disorders. I'm like, is, am I okay? He goes, I don't think so. He said, I mean, we have to monitor you, but I think you're fine. And after like a year, the tears went away. And I said, what the heck was that? I would sit at these tables and I would just bawl my eyes out. And I said, are you sure I'm okay? He said, yeah, this isn't a disorder. He goes, you were just coming home. Like you, I never grew up in a house where people would just look me in the face and be like, how are you? And then wait for an answer. Mm -hmm. Most families are like, 
Great. How are you? Good. Fine. Okay. Next. What did you accomplish? What did you accomplish? Let's go around the table and talk about what we accomplished. No one talks about gratitude. They talk about what they accomplished and what their net worth is. It's so ridiculous. If we could have one, one day a week where we just asked each other and waited for an answer. I mean, it's just so much more of a connection, right? When you're actually able to spend that time with your family or with your friends or with the loved ones around you, and you're not consumed with social media or the TV or anything on your phone. And I just want to say to Barbara, with, with all those things that you had just mentioned, you know, to put yourself in a positive, loving state of mind, I feel like the overall thing with that is just you're, you're purposeful. You're putting intent into these things that you want to do. And that just, I think that's just really important for people to hear that it doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen just instantly. There is intention that you have to do. There's certain things that you have to do to make yourself feel better. I want everybody in life to feel as good as possible, as often as possible, and to feel as happy as often as they can. And that's one of the main reasons why I, I did Spread Love Movement, why you know I'm doing this podcast. And it's important for us to feel good, right? So you have to really feel good internally in order to represent that in the world, in order to you know spread more happiness and and be on a in, in honestly in like a high vibrational good vibe state of being you have to do certain things and whether like you mentioned is that going for a run is that doing yoga is that meditating is that eating healthy food is it checking out joe dispenza li- listening to abraham hicks you know it's just you have to realize and put your awareness into the things that can help you grow as a person spiritually emotionally mentally and help you get to your higher state you have to be intentional with it and that was just amazing because you gave so many good things that you do um, to help put yourself in that state of mind. Yeah. And I just wanted to add one thing, which is I, I remember now we got into this on my podcast and this is where I feel like religion comes in. I think it is so important. And this is just my personal belief. I'm 44 years old. I don't know that much. I've noticed in life that if you don't have a text, a community, a group to kind of talk about big moral dilemmas with, it will not work. Like, this is just my belief, but there are people that I interviewed, for instance, on my documentary for Your Gold in the inner city, where for them, feeling good and feeling that positive vibration was smoking pot four hours a day with their family. Like they would wake up and everybody would have a bowl and smoke. And this is what they learned. This is how they came into the, I'm not saying, I'm not judging and saying that's bad. But think about it in a context. Think about there's some families that, you know, practice sexual things. And, you know, there's TED Talks right now saying that it's perfectly acceptable for that to happen. And they say, well, this feels good. And, you know, I have a room in, in Clubhouse on sex trafficking awareness because porn has gotten so out of hand that it's rampant and then it's not enough for people. So they have to act on certain things that they're watching and putting into their brain and their eyes and their ears. And I'm terrified by what that could lead to because people want to feel good. So like, you know, we, we got into this last, like when, when you were on my thing and I, I, I don't want to preach religion here, but I want to, I do want to talk about, I, I think I'd be remiss to say, and I just, I live this really intentional life and I have no one to answer to. Like, I just think everyone needs some sort of higher power, some idea of this, like there's a morality to, because 
if you just say, well, I'm just going to follow this self-help guru, we are meaning making machines and we will find someone to follow and they will always let you down because they're just a person. I see it with people with Joe Dispenza or with Tony Robbins. They're like, he let me down, man. And then they make a podcast about like how horrible Tony Robbins is. It's like, he's just a person. He made a thing called, I'm not your guru. Like don't worship a person. Don't worship Abraham Hicks. Like there's a whole thing. I, I, it came up on my Google the other day, like why you shouldn't follow her. And I'm like, Ew, I don't even want to watch that because I love what she's just a channel, just like you're a channel. You're just a person. And I know your initials are JC. We, we laughed about that before, but you know, find some sort of philosophy that you love and find out what the moral code is, if you will, because I hear from people from Scientology in my rooms and I hear from people that left cults and it's a real thing. There are cults out there. There are, there's a lot of weirdness. There are 10 laws of this and, you know, that kind of emulate the 10 commandments, if you will. And like, if all we're following are these people's writings and these new age books and there's no moral compass and don't go out there and give charity. Like if you're not commanded to give charity, you won't like, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't just, you don't do it just because it feels good. So I'm saying, I think everyone needs to find some sort of community not because one is better than the other. I would never preach that. I think there's so many pathways to truth, but we need communities and we need places of worship because if we don't, we're going down. Like, <laughs> Yeah, we need to be connected to each other because we are, right? So energy-wise, we are connected to each other. I think it's important for us to also connect physically, hugs, being near each other, but it's really about that proximity to each other, right? We need to be near each other. We, we need each other to survive and to live because we're all connected. And, and when we can have those moments of sharing conversations and sharing understandings and beliefs, that is all leading more and more and more to connection, which is just, it, it's a really beautiful thing. I mean, right now I feel so connected to you. That feels amazing. When we leave this, I'm going to go see Kayla. I'm going to feel the love and connection from her. Those things are really amazing. And those things are really needed for us to put ourselves in that good state of being and have that really good, high vibrational, light, loving energy to, to flow through us. And when we can be in that state of being, that's when the magic happens. And that's why love is so important because when you feel the energy of love, that is the highest vibrational feeling that you can be. So when we can be there as often as possible, that's when we're able to manifest more and more into our life. That's when these amazing, incredible people and situations will show up in our life. And that's what we want, I feel like. We all want these beautiful, happy, joy-filled moments. And if you think about it over time, the more you're able to bring those into your life, the more they will be a part of your life, right? So the more often they're happening, when you look back on your life, like, wow, I had a lot of those really, really good moments. You know, I had some maybe not so great ones too, but the more we're able to put ourselves in that state of being, the more we're going to be able to live that. And the more of that time is a part of our life which when we look back in our lives, we're going to look, okay, how, how often was I happy? How often did I feel good? You know, how often was I connected to people? That, that's what everyone thinks about. Like how often was I really in a good state of being? And for everybody, myself, for everyone listening to, I want you to be in that high state of being as often as possible. Because when you are, it's amazing for you. It's also amazing for everybody around because when you're in that state of being, you are putting that vibration out into the world. You're putting that energy out. That energy is connecting and hitting with other people, which will affect their energy and who they are. It'll put them in a better mood. And it just continues to go on and on and on. And that is how we change the world. That's how we make things better. It all starts with each individual one of us feeling as good and happy 
and positive and love as, as often as possible so that we can push those things out. They will hit another person. They will continue to push it out and it'll just continue to go and go and go from there. So this has been amazing. I appreciate you being here and just sharing space with me. Uh, we'll, we'll start to wrap things up right now. Barbara, if you can just let everybody know, I want people to be more aware of you than the beauty and the light that you're putting out into the world. So if you could just allow everybody to know where they can find you, your site, your podcast again, uh, your social media stuff. Um, yeah, just so people can uh, can find you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I hope this is not our last one together. I, I want you back on my podcast. And we I always said it would be so cool to do a show with you. Um, so barbheller.com is my website. Uh, I have a book called And Then One Day the World Coughed, which is available on Amazon for $8.99, sent to your door. It's about the blessings of COVID. I worked really hard on it. The drawings are not perfect, but the message is really clear and beautiful. And it's a conversation piece to have with people. Um, you can find me on Instagram. Hopefully my videos will make you laugh and also think about you know how to make the world a better place. It's Barbie Heller, B-A-R-B-I-E-H-E-L-L-E-R on Instagram. Um, you can go to IGTV and see all my series on there. Um, I'm also on TikTok, but I'm redoing my account. Uh, my website, my podcast rather is c1beautifulsoul.com. It's all spelled out c1 beautiful soul in words, no numbers.com. Uh, Justin's episode is fantastic. You will love that. And it's on it's the Valentine's Day episode. So look for February 2021. And um, Hmm. I'm wondering if there's anything else. Oh, I mean, I'm going to be doing a pilot, uh, God willing, which is somewhat narrative and somewhat interviewing people. So you can look out for that. It's a TV show, God willing. And I have a bunch of music and really fun, interesting documentaries on YouTube, uh, my YouTube channel, everything you can find at barbheller.com. If you're forgetting any of this and you're driving, don't stop to write down just, you know, drive safely and then you can write it down later <laughs> yes check out barbara she is extremely talented in so many different ways and then on top of that just a really incredible beautiful inspiring person you're uh, only saying that because you see all of those things in me and he is that tenfold oh also check out me and justin on clubhouse in my c1 beautiful soul club please come to see one beautiful soul on clubhouse join the club you'll get notifications when justin and i are on generally he comes into the room on thursday nights and it's always a spiritual topic because he's a super spiritual guy um, and how to get connected to ourselves and each other and spirit more. That's basically what the topic is. And if you have an idea for a room, please feel free. I mean, eventually I'm going to, Justin doesn't know this, but he's going to run a room within my club because he's so awesome. Um, and he'll probably have his own club there too soon. So, but yeah, you can find me on clubhouse as well. Amazing. Definitely clubhouse. We have some really, really awesome conversations. Um, we're typically on there, I feel like for um, an hour and a half to two hours, you can pop in and out, you know what I mean? But they, they are really life changing, eye opening conversations that we've been having every single time. So I really encourage people to, to jump on and be a part of that as well. Barbara, I have so much love for you. You're amazing. You are such a beacon of hope and light and love. And, you know, every time I see you or go on your Instagram or just hear from you um, on Clubhouse, I'm just reminded of how amazing a human being can be, honestly. And I'm, you know, no one's paying me to say this. Like you, you really are embody the word awesome. Like it's, I have awe when I look at you. So thanks for being my friend and thanks for having me on. Oh my gosh, that was the nicest, sweetest thing ever. Thank you for, for saying that. That makes me feel so good. 
Well, everybody, thank you so much for joining us, being present and being a part of this conversation. And I look forward to seeing you next time.